0: Hello, historians. I'm your host, Heather Ashley, and welcome back from our holiday break to Women of History, a podcast dedicated to celebrating women who have made or are making their mark on our society. Joining me as always is your favorite co-host, Penguin Flippers. Welcome to 2022. How are you doing
1: today? Oh, ho, ho. Hi, it's your boy, Penguin Flippers, flapping about. How are you doing today?
0: I'm doing pretty well. Um, I'm super excited that we're back. Um, we're heading into the home stretch of season three, and I'd say it's been amazing so far. Wouldn't you agree?
1: Uh, I wouldn't know. I've been in the cold.
0: Oh, you've been flipping uh, around? I've been
1: marching with the rest <laughs> of the penguins. So my experience has been a little bit chilly. Oh, and limited. <laughs> that too, because we can't fly.
0: <laughs> well, I must confess that today's episode took me on a much different journey than I anticipated it would. Firstly, um, we will be talking about the current Chief Master Sergeant of the Air Force, Chief Joanna S. Chief Joanna S- Bass. Uh, she's the first senior female enlisted member of any U.S. military branch and the first Asian American to hold a senior enlisted position in the Air Force which is kind of amazing. Um, And while there is a fair amount of information about her out there, I have zeroed in on a particularly important subject she's been somewhat embroiled in, and that would be social media and its impact. We are going to chat a bit about her life, her extensive education and leadership training, and then hit the social media side of everything. So, sound like a plan?
1: Let's do it. I'm very interested in Chief Master Sergeant over here. That is exciting. (laughs) Please, (laughs) do tell.
0: Quote, I believe all leaders need to have a solid understanding of what emotional intelligence is and how to use it in everyday life. In fact, emotional intelligence is helpful to simply being a better human. Facts.
1: Jeez. (laughs) That's something a lot of people need to hear.
0: Chief Bass was born on June 15th in Mililani, Oahu, Hawaii.
1: Okay, Gemini life. Where, where I see you. You're seen.
0: Her mother was of Korean descent, and her father was a retired U.S. Army warrant officer. So she grew up in many stateside and overseas locations. Ah, the life of a military kid, especially active duty. So that me, I mean, they were... All over the place. She didn't have real roots anywhere for a long time. Chief Bass joined the U.S. Air Force in 1993, specializing in aviation resource management. Her first duty assignment saw her at the Pope Air Force Base near Fayetteville, North Carolina. And later, among many other places, she was assigned to the 17th Training Wing at the Goodfellow Air Force Base near San Angelo, Texas. In 2011, she was assigned to the Ramstein Air Base in Germany, where she was selected as Non-Commissioned Officer of the Year. Bass participated in numerous high-level special operations, including Operation Southern Watch, Operation Enduring Freedom, and Operation Iraqi Freedom. She was promoted to Chief Master Sergeant on August 1st, 2013, and later Chief Master Sergeant of the Air Force on August 14th, 2020. So that just happened. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I said earlier, this made her the first senior female enlisted service member of any U.S. military branch.
1: That seems like a feat that should have happened a while ago. So but long...
0: but consider when they ju- like just started letting women enlist.
1: That sounds that's gross. Yeah. That's annoying. Yeah. Anyway. But
0: you know, and, you know, making her the first Asian American to hold a senior enlisted position in the US Air Force. Air Force News reported after the announcement, quote, incoming Air Force Chief of Staff General CQ Brown said Bass, quote, brings skills temperament and experience that the job requires and an outlook on leadership that meshes with his own and that he could not be more excited to work side by side with chief bass
1: well that's great that, I love that. she has she has um his support she, she yes she has the support i also i also can't help but laugh at the fact that uh the job uh one of the job requirements was the level of temperament that you're supposed to have where it's just like <laughs> yeah. Wow. Like, are you saying that there has been no other woman? I, I'm reading through the, I'm reading the subtext. But it's yeah. like, are you saying that there was no woman that had like that level of temperament? I or actually are you imagine that. that like, all those men that held the position before had the level of temperament? Because I doubt that. So
0: what I actually think it was is more that. Level of temperament had never been brought into question before, and then people said, well, does this woman have what it takes? And so he had to include that in his statements to say, she does. She, shocker, I know, but women can do this position. And um, it. it uh, we'll so, get into it later, but it's it's an elected... It's an appointed, sorry, it's an appointed position by him. He appointed her there. So what it is, is that I think the back, there was backlash. There was questions because it was a woman. And he's, and they were like, well, does she, you know, is she going to be too emotional? Is she going to be too this? And he's like, no, she's got the skills. She has the temperament. Questions
1: that have never been asked before until a woman gets hired. It's like, well, hold on a second there, pal. And it's like, are you kidding me?
0: flames on the side of my face. (laughs) On her way to this position, Chief Bass held leadership positions at the squadron, group, wing, and major command levels. In 1995, just a few years into her military career, she was awarded Airman of the Year in the 74th Fighter Squadron. In 1997, she was given the John L. Levito Award at the Airman Leadership School. In 2004, Distinguished Graduate Non-Commissioned Officer Academy, 2009, Distinguished Graduate, Senior Non-Commissioned Officer Academy. 2010, USAFE, Senior Non-Commissioned Officer, Aviation Resource, Ma- Resource Manager of the Year. 2011, Senior Non-Commissioned Officer of the Year, 86th Operations Group. These are just a few of her recognitions, not to mention the two Decades of education and leadership training, of which I will only give you a taste of, otherwise we'd be here all day. Starting with the 1997 Airman Leadership School at the Pope Air Force Base in North Carolina. You know, eventually ending up at the Non-Commissioned Officer Academy at, at the Capon Station in Germany in 2004. Popping over to the Senior Non-Commissioned Officer Academy at Maxwell Air Force Base in 2009. In 2016, attending the Senior Enlisted Joint Professional Military Education. And lastly, attending the Coaching for Greater Effectiveness Center for Creative Leadership in Greensboro, North Carolina in 2018. That's literally not even scratching the surface of the training and education that she went to, to further cement the fact that it was no mistake that she ended up in the position that she finds herself in now
1: she sounds overqualified for her position slash I'd i love think she sounds
0: perfectly qualified what
1: she would do on dancing with the stars <laughs> uh, i think she has it sounds like she w- has a good personality <laughs> and i'd like to see her pair with someone and do a nice ballroom dance or a tango <laughs> that's besides the point
0: maybe on like real world No. No. (laughs) I'd be interested. She'd kill I
1: wouldn't. (laughs) She's above that. I'm sorry. No offense. Shots fired. (laughs) Anyway.
0: Quote, when I think about being fearless, I think about being bold, brave, courageous, and ready to go after it. What I don't think about and what I don't think fearless means is somebody who has no fear at all or who is unafraid. That's an important thing to state because there's always something to be fearful of. We're going to have fear. But we have to conquer them through being brave and being bold and being courageous and being comfortable with being who we are. I love her. I want to put that on a pillow.
1: That's an excellent... That that would be a great pillow. Uh, But (laughs) Bath and Beyond, get on that. No, too bad. We trademarked it. Too late. Etsy. It's on sale now. But also... That sounds like a good person who should be in charge.
0: Exactly. That's the perfect person for a leadership position Leadership position. Yeah. who's not, like, fronting like they're not afraid that they have no flaws, that they're not. She's like, no, I'm scared of stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Hell yeah.
1: Yeah. How mm-hmm. can you
0: pretend like you're not? You're ridiculous.
1: Humil- you're not a robot. Humility uh, mm-hmm. and modesty is a great trait to Emotional have. Emotional intelligence. In those, yeah. Mm-hmm. Great trait to have.
0: Chief Master Sergeant of the Air Force is a non-commissioned rank in the United States Air Force. It represents the highest enlisted level of leadership in the Air Force. They provide direction for enlisted corps and represent their interests to the American public and those in all levels of the government. This position is appointed by the Air Force Chief of Staff. The Chief Master Sergeant of the Air Force serves as the Senior Enlisted Advisor to the Air Force Chief of Staff and Secretary of the Air Force. They assist in all issues regarding welfare, readiness, morale, proper utilization, and the progress of the enlisted force. Quote, My biggest challenge was me, my own self-limiting beliefs, and the doubts I had that kept me from being my best. Maybe I was paralyzed about being about to have enough confidence and courage to be the leader that I needed to be. I tell leaders everywhere, especially women leaders, don't let you be the reason why you're not advancing or being who you want to be. Love that.
1: That's also very important to hear in every sector and every facet of life. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. Don't let you be the be your own gatekeeper. Um. <laughs> Because, yikes, we've all done that. that. You
1: hear that, my therapist?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Chief Bass saw the benefit of being active on social media, creating a direct line of communication with her subordinates. She uses it to hear about various issues in the service, everything from sexual harassment to airmen being punished for mental health conditions, quote If we want to strengthen the culture in our organization and ensure all airmen are valued and respected, we have to pay attention to both our online and offline environments. Enter LVP or least valuable players of the episode internet trolls. Yeah. So Chief Bass has faced an absurd amount of trolling and vitriol. It's kind of absurd, let's chat about a few incidents and
1: for whatever reason, I always thought it was vitriol. i i'm i'm i I think I'm like a little bit dyslexic i I don't know i I don't want to call well, no there's word. an eye in there, no, I know, but for whatever reason, I always drop the eye when I see it like
0: mm. is that what happens with forward as well? I'm so sorry.
1: <laughs> can we move forward about from this uh from this door? <laughs> It's forward, honestly. Ugh. That's just the that's that's the Mandela oh, effect. Oh, I hate it. Everyone thinks there's an R in forward. <laughs> we're all we're all blind. It's forward. <laughs> God. Read a book, people.
0: <laughs> well, let's chat about a couple of these incidents here. A seemingly innocent comment was made on a Facebook post asking if her last name was pronounced like the species of fish or the musical instrument, as we all No, it's pronounced like the fish. Um, And upon further investigation, however, it was shown that the commenter had been spamming multiple social media accounts along with a number of other servicemen with this question over and over and over and over and over again. She responded by essentially saying her team had Sergeant Banks info as well as his idiot crews, and that he and that she was sure that they would be able to provide a solid explanation for the distasteful incident. She basically whipped back at him. Well, the Internet, as it is wont to do, split into two camps. People calling her a tyrant, cracking down on an innocent airman's fair question and others who praised her for roasting an insubordinate troll. Quote, We learned that the comment was truly never about my name. Instead, it was meant to be an inside joke among the people involved. When several other airmen began sharing the same comment over and over and over again on separate posts, it then became disrespectful. Four months later, the trolls and toxic comments were still rolling on in full force. Quote, The actions we've seen in many social media sites in the form of disrespect, harassment, bullying, inappropriate behavior, to include threats, are simply not okay. It goes against everything we stand up for. Respect is non-negotiable and applies to every airman, whether on-duty, off-duty, in-uniform, out-of-uniform, online, and offline. And it's interesting because people are like, Oh, she just can't take a joke. She just can't take a joke. Blah 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 blah. No, no. That is number one, like that's that's your boss. So stop that. If they've said this isn't this isn't funny for me. This isn't okay. What you're doing is clearly finding a way to be absolutely disrespectful to me because I'm a woman. It's very obvious that that's the case, that this is happening because there's a woman in this position and they've decided that trolling like this is like the best way they can, I mean, at least be funnier, at least be funny. Like, what What are you doing?
1: It's gross. It's so um disrespectful and she deserves way more respect or someone who is of her position, or just the fact that she is a woman of color, Mm -hmm. and just a woman, and just a person, and just chill... Yeah. Like, what is wrong with people? And there,
0: there were people like, "Oh, I can't believe she called him out like that. I can't believe she did this. I can't believe she did that." She's like, I- "I'm sorry. You do You expect me to not respond at this point?"
1: He could have just reached out to her uh, privately or through their channels and figured it out. Or just listen to any but interview. But he really but no. had to show his ass and um, <laughs> embarrass himself by asking that question, and you know.
0: Well, like, he wasn't actually asking the no, question. No, I
1: know. I know. That's what I'm saying. He showed his, like, he, oh, like, Oh, he was just, he was, he was like, trying he was trolling, to make her but look like, at, yeah. And, like, trolling her, he, like, totally made it. I'm sure, like, he got ran through the mud. Not uh, really. She ended up
0: deleting her interaction because Ugh. it, people, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. It's not fun. But the fact that we're talking about it means we can drag him. True. Tool. You suck. Trash. Hate you.
0: I've got another incident for you that put flim-flam-flames on the side of my face.
1: (laughs) Flim-flam-flames.
0: Chief Bass smashed that share button on an article highlighting an airman's effort to help out other single parents at Luke Air Force Base. What, What could possibly go wrong here? Bass, being a mother of two herself thanked senior airman Jamie Samuels in the post quote for making a difference the article was about the struggle of wearing many hats airman and mother in the article itself airman samuels had criticized her ex-husband an air force pararescueman for quote ignoring his dad hat she also wrote quote my daughter's father is pararescue meaning he's deployed or TDY most of the year but he took on extra assignments, that left me a new mom of a preemie who had three plus weekly appointments,
1: all two hours away. Sorry, what's a preemie?
0: A premature baby. Oh. So they they have a lot of usually um, developmental and health issues in the beginning, oh. so they need lots of extra appointments. They're they're usually just a couple pa- like two pounds three pounds they're very very little wow right so basically she's like i'm also an airman i'm not just like um, a military wife i'm an airman i'm i'm having to wear all these hats and my my husband her ex at that point you know was just not even when he was home, he wasn't home. He wasn't doing what he should have been doing. And her whole article is saying that she was wanting to provide support for other people going through the same thing, right? And then a bunch of men decided that it was inappropriate and started to share personal information about Samuels and also criticized Bass for sharing the article. Oh, my goodness. Quote, we took the post down last night because it was almost on the verge of providing threats, and we can't do that. Sharing details about somebody's past, bullying people online, harassing people is highly inappropriate. We have to do better than that. Louder for the people in the back. Stop it. I wish there was... Stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it.
1: I kind of wish there was, like, a pro- a digital program in which as soon as trolls trolled, the, like, a- like, people like that, there was, like, an automatic doxing response where it was just, like, if they're going to air her business out, immediately all their information just kind of gets released. Or nah, maybe I don't want to say all that. Maybe you want to edit that, but... I really don't understand, like, these people hide behind their laptops, computers, and their, and their, like, hateful speech, but, like, as soon as it gets flipped flipped on them, then they cry, well, then yeah. they get so upset, and they're like, why, like, why me, but, you know, like, this, that, and it's like, yo, do you even understand the impact you're having on this person's life? Yeah. Like, yo, cut that out. Well,
0: what's interesting, though, is that, like, so a lot of them weren't even hiding behind um like usernames. Dumb profiles. Right. Mm-hmm. And there were like whole articles written about how inappropriate it was that Bass would allow another airman to drag another airman. It's like what do you what do you think you're doing right now? And also she's not she's she it was a article about her experience and why she was doing this. It's not like she was doxing her ex husband. She was literally saying the reason that I'm doing this is because this is what happened to me. And then people, uh, somebody was like, um, he was out and when he got the let, like he loved his daughter. And when he got the the letter, he was devastated that she wanted a divorce, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, well, oh, sure. But that's not the point of this. How, how are you able to completely separate the fact that this is about supporting single parenthood who are also... Airmen, how are you not seeing that this has nothing to do with that personal relationship? It was a tiny little blip in the article, not even the primary focus, a tiny little thing that was basically the inspiration behind what she wanted to do and why she was doing this. And then, and Bath shares it because she's like, I'm a mother. I also wear two hats. This is amazing. Good for you for supporting your fellow airmen. And then... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, also, let's talk about the implications behind these issues here, right? Mm -hmm. So, essentially, these people Mm -hmm. who took offense were men who decided that what she experienced wasn't valid because her husband was doing his job. But she was not just doing her job as well. She was also acting as mother. So, she couldn't ignore mom hat. She had to wear mom hat, you know? And people ripped chief bass a new one for for sharing this article and saying you know she was saying i see you and i see what you're trying to do for other single parents in the air force and somehow it was construed as character assassination of an airman but but hey you know hey bass ended up apologizing which i hate that she had to do big yikes to the fragility of some people um, but she said, quote, that was my blind spot and I owned it because I didn't see how that commentary could be taken from the father or husband's point of view, which by the way, wasn't enough for some people that she said, look, okay, I, you know, I might, I might've been blind to it.
1: And they were like, Sorry. too little, too late. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, what do you mean? They she like, didn't even have to apologize. Yeah.
0: Yeah. She had nothing to apologize for. And she did. And that's a good apology. That's actually, that's valid. I, it kind of made me say, okay, I see it a little bit. It's because
1: their Sergeant Johnsons are so small <laughs> that they have <laughs> nothing to look forward to in life and they have to bring down other people who are trying to make a positive mark in life.
0: Also, side note, we're not out of here. roasting service people.
1: Or Sergeant Johnsons. I am
0: a military kid. We are roasting people
1: who... Deserve to be roasted. The, priv- the the privileged who, yeah, have not, like... Right, they're, who they're, don't know
0: what they're talking their
1: about. Their biggest obstacle is is so inconsequential yeah. to the greater scheme of life. Right, right. Oh, my gosh.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Chief Bass um, is pressing on, saying, she's, quote... She's a bad bee. She is. Quote, mm-hmm. I made a conscious decision that we're not going to veer from social media, as challenging as it can be and as frustrating as it can be. Social media doesn't often give us the whole story, which can lead to very strong reactions from people who feel wholly justified in their beliefs. This can change the original intent of a post in a matter of minutes, and that is exactly what happened. This just shows how important it is to promote a culture of respect, both on and offline. And I just can't believe it just, it all comes back to that. And I, I think that's really amazing, but you know, it's just respect. There's, there's people on the other side. Um, And a lot of times what you initially read in those hundred and what is it? 20 characters on Twitter, Mm -hmm. it's not going to give you the whole story. So like, give it a second. If you have a visceral reaction it might not be for what you think it is. It could also be, yes, there are people who are just trolling to bait for reactions. But, you know, there's there's a, always a lot more to the story. And there's also on that same, to- or, or I guess on the other side of the, the token would be stop harassing and bullying people. Stop it. It's not your place. It's, there's, life is so short and also long at the same time, you know what I mean? Like it, it, it it's short, so like don't waste your energy, but it's also long and you really want to harbor that kind of that kind of energy in your body for your life. You wanna you wanna continue to spread that? Why? What happened? Stop it.
1: They get such, they get value out of such, such small things that like are personal attacks on people and they don't even realize the full effect of their, uh, of their actions.
0: Yeah. People think that they don't see them. People, people think that they're not seen or if they do think they're seen, what is your intent then with that? What, what do you think, what are you hoping happens when, when you send hateful, comments or hateful reviews or hateful this, hateful that, that have no no merit other than your personal feelings or past experiences from your, you know, like, what what are you hoping to accomplish with that other than to actually hurt that person? And then you need to do a little examining if that is your goal. If that is your end goal, maybe, you know, call BetterHelp and figure out, unpack that a little bit because... Uh What happened?
1: BetterHelp is kind of expensive if you don't have that money, but worth it. Also, it's less
0: expensive than therapy. I think,
1: um, I think what they end up doing is when uh, when these trolls feel that the status qu- that their status quo is challenged, they don't think of it as hate speech. I think they think of it as like balancing the universe out by like. Um,
0: Taking somebody down a notch. Down a notch.
1: Yeah, because it's like, why do you deserve, why do you think you can say this? Why do you feel the, why do you feel like you can feel like this when we've all been going through it? And it's like, no, we have all not been going through this. The only reason why that they, that, uh, that women like her are able to say something now is because forever. Yeah. Uh, there hasn't been uh, a platform and a space to be able to freely say something without feeling like they were going to be persecuted and right. lose their job. So right. now that there actually is that, mm-hmm. these people are like, bah, what's wrong? These these women are feeling like, are, are, are like, you know, complaining. And it's like, no, they've been upset since the, the dawn of time. Yeah. It's now that- they
0: actually finally, now we all yeah. actually have a platform that we can speak on. <laughs> yeah. Now we can say, hey, look, this isn't okay. And it's not even that, that article... Um that Samuels had written was or or was was part of was even um like doxing this guy right she was now. literally saying she was taking her experience and saying i'm gonna make this better for other people, and i'm gonna make i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna figure out a way to make this a good thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. so I'm gonna leave you all with a quote from Chief Bass's keynote address at the Air Force Association's Virtual Airspace and Cyber Conference from AFA's Doolittle Leadership Center on September 16th, 2020. We can pretend it's also directed toward 2021, friends. Quote, 2020 has been a challenging and difficult year, to say the least. We have been tried, we have been tested, and we are still going through it. Which is why now more than ever we've got to take care of us. We have got to take care of each other mentally, physically, socially,
1: spiritually. Um.
0: I love her.
1: I'd like to comment on that quote with another quote yeah. uh, by the great uh, Michael Scott. Oh yeah, which yeah. Which is R E S P C T. Tell me what that means to me. (laughs) Um, Great speller of our time. But, uh, you know, it really just comes down to respect. And every, you know, you mentioned earlier, life is too short. And sadly and strangely, I've been hearing that so frequently and uh, recently. And I think it's important that people put things into perspective. Mm -hmm. And if they feel challenged by... Other people's speech, they should recognize why those people are speaking and the message behind what they're saying because people just don't say anything for no reason like these trolls. Mm. They don't say they don't speak, they don't talk their talk because they just like hearing themselves or they're bored in their basement. Mm. Uh, It is because they feel challenged.
0: They got triggered.
1: Just like women who are upset with the status quo deserve to speak out because it's obviously unfair and unjust and things need to and should change and they will Mm -hmm. um but perspective like you you, like you really you really need it Mm -hmm. like you can't you know, you, no one's going to think the same way forever. Um, no one's going to speak the same way forever. Everyone's going to learn, mm. and everyone should learn from one another. And mm. that's what life is all about. We're on this planet for a reason. We have to make our choices, choices properly, and if we make those mistakes, we have to learn from them. Mm.
0: You know, it's interesting that you said that. Right. Perspective, empathy, uh, you know... An understanding, and it's interesting. I just watched, um, uh, I guess it was an interview, I'm actually unsure. Um, Sarah Silverman had just posted something recently where she was like, I made a joke about Paris Hilton at the Grammys in like 2007, I think it was, and um, she was like, and I deeply regret that joke that I've made. And she was like, cause basically what she did, she had made a joke about Jack Nicholson. Um, and then he sent her flowers, but it, it was a joke. It was something like, um, uh, she was like, I love Jack Nicholson. He's been in, in all my favorite actresses. And then she was like, the thing is when you're doing it with men, when you say it to men, it's, it's not slut shaming. It's, it's like, Oh, kudos to you.
1: Yeah. It's a badge of honor. And then
0: she did this like roast of Paris Hilton. That wasn't in that same tone. It, it was, she was, you know, it was, she was about to be going to jail for something and all this stuff. And she basically said something about the jail cells. I won't repeat it, and the bars and um, Paris Hilton was in the audience and just completely defeated, you know, and it was it, it, it wasn't even uh, and the crowd loved it. And because that was like the thing yeah. and that was the best, easiest punching bag and all this stuff. Totally. And then she actually
1: lowest common denom- yeah, and Yeah. And
0: and she you know how was you just down saying
1: at i mean whatever yeah it was... exactly
0: but she was saying she was like now i've evolved as a comedian and i've learned that like that that wasn't that what looking back on it it's terrible and she was like i actually just heard Paris Hilton on her podcast saying how much i had hurt her and that it still has affected her 14 years later it still hurts her what i said about her and you know, all this stuff. And she, and and that just goes to what you're saying is that like perspectives don't always stay the same. Things change. The status quo changes. You learn as you go. And it's just, it's, it's interesting that, that for whatever reason, people have just, I guess that's not quite on the same page as what we're talking about, but it's fresh in my mind. No, but
1: like these perspectives can change. Like these trolls don't, like they don't have to be troll. Like they don't, like they everybody has the potential to change you know mm-hmm. what i mean like if you're like a whether you're a comedian that likes to punch down or a troll uh, that likes to punt, you know punch up for whatever reason mm-hmm. at these people who are trying to do right in the world um things can you know every, everyone it. everyone deserves it to change <laughs> yeah there's a reason why everyone everyone says or it says and does things it's perspective and empathy mm-hmm. is so important Absolutely. and that's those are probably two big words that everyone should um think about going into the new year
0: absolutely i think that um, should be on everyone's also resolution we
1: should be doing a, a britney spears paris hilton apology tour this year oh, i just yeah. feel like that's that's definitely something <laughs> that needs to happen um yep. so get on that yep hollywood yes uh-huh uh-huh
0: <laughs> and also a Lindsay lohan apology like come on guys relax be nice to these people. They're
1: going through stuff. They're people.
0: Yeah. God. Oh man. Imagine. Oh
1: God. No, I don't want to. No, that's keep another it to time. you.
0: You know, like, uh, it'll. I'll, I'll say this, and then we'll we'll outro it out. But keep it. If if you have a distaste for various celebrities just keep it to yourself or to those closest to you write
1: it down write put it, it in down a bottle. put it in your
0: diary yeah, yeah, yeah scream it into the ether but yeah. do not go after these people there's no reason for it leave them alone let them be they them let them do what they want to do leave them alone.
1: I imagine the ether is just filled up with a bunch of bad words and thoughts Good. for screaming it that's into. Fine. It. I wouldn't want to get lost. It, uh, that's like a multiverse. I don't want to get trapped in. <laughs>
0: Do we each have our own ether?
1: No, there's one oh, there's collective one. ether, and Yikes. it's the worst. It's oh, the worst it's, place. It
0: never, like, it's, it started the beginning of time. Right.
1: It's basically the DMV, <laughs> but you you never actually get you never actually get oh selected, so you're just sitting there. It's kind of like purgatory. Oh anyway,
0: boy. <laughs> anyway, I'm
1: signing off. Penguin flips.
0: So thank you, historians, for coming back after our brief little break. Subscribe, follow, tell the dust bunnies under your couch. <laughs> Come back, <laughs> come back this Friday for an interview with Lucy Griffiths. In this interview, she talks about her experience reporting from remote countries of the world, challenges she's faced in that field, pivoting careers after a major health problem, and so much more. Follow us on our social medias: Instagram at
1: Women of Her Story Podcast, Twitter at The Her Story Pod,
0: TikTok
1: at. Women of her story. Facebook. Women of her story. There
0: it is. And visit our website at
1: ofherstory.com. Backslash, backslash? Question mark at the end. Love it. Mm-hmm.
0: Until Friday, be safe, stay healthy, and show the world what you're made
1: of. Please wear a mask. Please wear a mask. It's January. Please wear a mask. Please wear a mask. It's cold outside. Wow. Wow. It's so cold. And there's no snow. And we gotta go. Thank you.